near-death experience podcast, an ongoing exploration of spiritually transformative experiences, including NDEs and other phenomena, in order to elucidate the ineffable and better understand our spirituality. All episodes are available at ndepodcast.org. The views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and guests are not necessarily those of NDE Podcast, the NDERF, any sponsors, or for that matter, anyone else. In the end, the only opinion that really matters is yours. Near-Death Experience Podcast, item number 390, June 1st, 2022. Thanetophobia and the Shared Death Experience of Nicole. Welcome back to Near-Death Experience Podcast, the official podcast and source of audio accounts for the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation, NDERF. I'm your host, John Messer. Today, I have an email to read from Nicole. Nicole just recently started listening to the show, and she wrote this email addressed to Chaz because Nicole does not even know I exist yet, or at least she didn't until I responded to her email because she's still on episode number 47 and working her way forward. And since Chaz is still out on his sabbatical, I thought, I better read this to you guys now. And this is a good episode for those of you who are always curious about animals in the afterlife and what happens to our pets when they transition. Nicole writes, Dear Chaz, I wanted to take the time to email you, both to extend my appreciation for your podcast, as well as share my experience with a touch of the afterlife. First, I should explain that I have been diagnosed with thanatophobia, the extreme fear of death and the dying process. Throughout my life, I have dealt with varying degrees of anxiety and depression. I spent many years living with the overwhelming feeling of worry and dread. Recently, my anxieties came to a tipping point, and I suddenly woke up one day realizing I am going to die and there is nothing I can do about it. Obsessive thoughts began to play on repeat in my head. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. Played like a broken record in my head from sunup till sundown. The pain I felt every day was unbearable and I truly would not wish that feeling on anyone. Through the process of receiving therapy, I was fiddling with the idea of exposure therapy for overcoming phobias. But alas, how can you expose yourself to death and go on with your life? Not exactly easy. Then I came across your podcast and it was like a light bulb had illuminated. Finally, I had an outlet, somewhere I could listen, connect, and cope with death. My fears slowly started to turn into curiosity and hope. I have always had a sense that I believed in spirits, but as I grew older, the belief seemed less concrete and adult doubt replaced my childhood curiosity and wonderment. Your podcast has helped me to re-solidify the beliefs I once had. 
While listening to your show, I learned about the term shared death experience. It suddenly occurred to me that I had had a shared death experience. I was just so young when it happened, I didn't know what to think of it. When I was a child, from birth through age nine, my grandmother, Vera, lived with us. She was very ill and suffered from cancer that had spread to multiple areas of her body. While she was alive, we shared a room, and I helped to care for her. Even though I was only nine years old, I felt a responsibility to take care of her and help her with all her daily needs. We grew very close in just the short time I spent with her. Toward the very end of her life, she was losing the ability to think rationally. Her sense of time, age, location, and awareness of her current health was somehow broken. One minute, she would be in her current self and aware of who I was, and the next, she thought she was young and didn't have grandchildren yet. She required more care than we could provide at home. She was relocated to a hospice shortly before her death. On the last visit to the care center, she seemed clear-minded and positive about what was to come. A few nights later, while fast asleep, I was awoken by the feeling of warm light. It was like the feeling of sensing someone was near without actually seeing them. To this day, I am unaware if my experience was while physically awake or within my unconscious mind. However, I remember sitting up in my bed and feeling a warm light in the room. Not warm in a sense of heat, but warm in a feeling of comfort, like coming home after a long period of homesickness. Just then, my grandmother walked through the door to my room. She was dressed in a silk nightgown that she loved. Although she looked the same age I remember her as, her skin was soft and rosy. Her hair was still the short, curly silver hair she loved so much. She had a glow around her that seemed so bright but did not hurt my eyes. The light had more of a feeling than an appearance. It was like I could feel her love for me through her light without her even needing to say it. Beside her, she walked with my childhood dog, Sam. He was a huge Bernese mountain dog that had passed away a few years before her. He also had a glow to him, but the color seemed different. Her light had a golden tone to it, and his almost seemed blue. His blue light had a feeling of calmness that made the entire experience easier to accept. She appeared semi-solid and still had all the colors of a human body, but almost like jello where you could see through it. I could also smell the scent of her favorite perfume. She walked to me and sat on the foot of my bed. Strangely enough, I could feel the depression in my mattress, as if a weight was actually applied to the area she was sitting. My dog Sam lay down on the floor next to me as if he had done every other night when he was alive. My grandmother then patted her hand on my bed to encourage me to come closer and listen to what she was about to say. When I leaned in, I could feel her warmth around me like an embrace. Then she spoke to me. She said, I know you're worried about me, 
but I am okay now. I am better now, and I don't have any more pain. Please don't be sad for me. I am very happy here. Just know that everything will be okay. I love you, and I will always be here for you. These words were given to me so quickly and directly, it was as if she transferred them from her heart to mine without the need for a lengthy conversation. Then, just as quickly as she arrived, she faded away, and I quickly fell back asleep. The next day, my parents gathered us in the living room to break the news that our grandmother had passed away during the night. Everyone was sad. My brother was angry with my parents for putting her in a hospice care, but I sat emotionless, absorbing the news. I realized that her visit to me during the night was not a dream after all. Later that day, I told my mother about what I had experienced, and she told me it was just a dream. Every time I told my story, I was told again and again that it was just a dream. But now I am trying to reconnect with that experience to provide myself with the comfort I desperately need. Listening to the stories on your show has helped me with reconnecting to my spiritual beliefs, and for that, I would like to sincerely thank you. I simply cannot express the gravity of how much your show has helped me. The knowledge I have gained has given me the ammunition I needed to fight my fears. Although I am only on episode number 47, I know that I will continue to find immense value in your show and I look forward to each new episode. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. Please keep going and know that you are helping people in ways you may not even realize. Warmest regards, Nicole. I thanked Nicole for writing in and explained who I was. And I asked her a couple more questions to follow up. I asked, Have you ever had any other dreams or visions about your grandmother or anyone else who has transitioned? And I asked, Vera said she would always be with you and looking out for you. Do you ever sense her presence? Or can you think of anything or any time when you feel like she was there for you or something unusual happened? Or something like, a guardian angel looking out for you caused something to happen. Nicole responded back, No, I have never had any other dreams about people who have passed. I think the reason she visited me was to protect me from the grief and fear of her death until I was old enough to process it better. I have not noticed any specific times that I felt like I had someone looking out for me, but I did notice that her visit had lasting effect on me for years. It's hard to explain, but it just felt as if I wasn't bothered by her passing for a long time. I think that was her intention because it really could have been very traumatizing for me. My mother and I have also discussed weird things that happened after her passing. An electric razor turned on by itself. A wind-up music box played music by itself with the lid closed. Lights turned on in the bathroom by themselves. But those occurrences only lasted for a few years afterwards. I hope those answers help, 
and I look forward to the episode. Thank you, Nicole. Well, thank you, Nicole. Thank you so much for sharing this. And it's not easy to share these kinds of experiences and to share what you're going through with your uh, thanatophobia. But it helps a lot of people because many people have contacted us telling us how they have this extreme fear of dying and death and, and they find a lot of consolation in the show. They're not so traumatized, not so fearful. But even then, a lot of them still have a lot of anxiety and they are going through therapy. And, and I urge you, Nicole, to continue with your therapy. Uh, and I hope that you continue to get some relief and uh, some degree of comfort uh, when you listen. I, I want to comment on a couple things on, on Nicole's letters. Very interesting that her grandmother was in the hospice and on the last visit that they went there, the grandmother was very calm and uh, in Nicole's word, in Nicole's words, she was very positive about what was to come. And in some of the episodes where we've talked with uh, uh, hospice nurses and um, death doulas, quite often when people are getting close to death and they're visited by uh, their loved ones, they find great comfort in it. And maybe, maybe that's what Vera was experiencing and why she was so calm. And then the fact that Vera and Nicole grew so close together and that Nicole was so young, just nine years old, and spent all, most of her life taking care of her grandmother, the grandmother must have known that this is going to be hard on her, so I'm going to come and, and pay her a visit and try and set her mind at ease. Kudos to you, Vera, because it did. So when people talk about these kinds of things, and if you talk to people about these kinds of experiences, you'll find that some will open up to you, and as long as you treat them with respect and, and don't say, well, that's a dream and that's crazy talk or whatever, uh, you can start to find out that many people around you have had these kinds of experiences, but they don't want to talk about it. But when you show an interest in it and you show respect in their stories, you'll, you'll get a lot of this from the people around you, folks. You'll hear a lot of things. Uh, continuing on, uh, when Vera did appear to Nicole, she was dressed in a silk nightgown that she loved. She had the c kind of hair that she loved. And she was nice and pink and rosy. So I imagine that when she was in the hospice, she was probably losing her color and uh, getting a little more gray and, and fading. But she was looking nice and rosy for Nicole. And then Sam the dog is with her to help comfort Nicole and let her be at ease with the uh, with the event and boy that speaks to so many people who have asked what happens to our pets when we transition do we meet them on the other side and from many other things in the podcast yes indeed the pets go too their spirits i think they have their own place they run and frolic with each other in packs but apparently you can visit with them and you know, vera brought sam back across so that she could lay next to nicole's bed on the floor and when Vera sits on the bed, Nicole can sense a weight on the bed. Many other stories, and, and I don't have them all bookmarked, that I know that this story was mentioned in this, or this event was mentioned in that episode. But people will say that it feels like their spouse comes and lays next to them in bed, and they can feel the bed sag. So, not an unusual phenomenon. Then when Nicole leans in and she can feel her grandmother's love for her. Uh, and uh, that's what it's all about on the other side. Her grandmother came back to visit her 
because she loved her so much and she didn't want her to be so traumatized. And Vera's words, I know you're worried about me, but I am okay now. I am better now and I don't have any more pain. Please don't be sad for me. I am very happy here. Just know that everything will be okay. I love you and I will always be here for you. So we've all lost loved ones and we grieve, but don't grieve for them. They're in a really great place and they're really happy and okay. We grieve for ourselves because we miss them. Lots of us are hurting right now. We've lost loved ones, but understand this is what happens. We do all go back to where we came from and it's a glorious place. This is a temporary home. We become very attached here, folks. It's really all we know, but there is more. There's more before we came here. There's much more after we leave here and we will all be together again. So thanks again, Nicole, for sharing with us. Thank you, supporters. Those of you who listen, tell other people about us. Our numbers are growing phenomenally. We really appreciate that. We thank you who support us either with Patreon or with writing reviews on us. It really helps to spread the word. And, and this kind of information needs to be spread. People need to not fear death. They need to enjoy their lives while they're here, but know that this is temporary. We're going to a much better place and we will all be together. Because after all, in the end, it really is all about love. Until next time, this is your host, John Messer, reminding you that it's all about attitude and gratitude. And our attitude should always be love.